Welcome to Girlish Gurus. I'm Joy. And I'm Susan. And we're here to have discussions about topics on many subjects that we hope are informative, uplifting, and fun. So let's get started. Let's. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Girlish Gurus. Hello. Hello. I'm Susan. I'm Joy. And we're so glad you're here with us. So today, this is our first podcast of the year. So very exciting. It's hard to believe. It is hard to believe. We're already well into 2023. 2023, that's right. So we thought a good and interesting way to start off the year was to talk about a life transition that Joy went through a couple years ago and share with you all uh, her experiences and why she made the decision to do some of the things she did. And we think it's going to resonate with a lot of you and we think you're really going to enjoy it. So there are videos associated with this Mm -hmm. podcast. So please be sure to check those out on our YouTube channel under Girlish Gurus. There is one that will be posted tomorrow on the 14th Mm -hmm. and one that will be posted on the 28th. Yes. Good times. So to start off, let's maybe talk about if you're open to it where you were at the time that you made this decision that you wanted to make some changes. Can you share a little bit about what it was you were going through and what made you decide, gosh, I just need to make some changes? Oh, listener, settle in. (laughs) (laughs) So there is a lot to unpack here. And it starts with uh, health journey. So, over the years, in the last, since maybe, actually since I turned 40, I started experiencing a weird kind of equilibrium thing. What I did not realize is it was likely perimenopause. <laughs> so... Oh, the joys. Oh, yes. Which I am actually looking at it as a beginning, not an ending, and I look at it as a transition and into a freer chapter of my life, which I'm very, very grateful for and I'm excited to experience. But it does carry with it some physical challenges that you have to deal with. And so those started when I turned 40 and I had an equilibrium issue and it happened again in 2018. And also there were some life changes in terms of career, things like that, starting in 2014-ish. So that kind of started me down this path. And we could, there's other things that happened. Like my mom died very young and just a lot of things involved there. And so mm-hmm. here we are, end of 2019. I was going through serious hormonal changes. I had gained a lot of weight. I was in almost 160, which I'm only five four and a half, so I'm pretty short. And so I was well into a size 12. For me, that was pretty big. And I was just miserable. I was miserable. I had resigned myself to the fact that I'm going to be chubby. I'm going to be, for me, mm-hmm. I'm going to be disheveled. And with hair, I didn't know what to do with. I've never been good at hair and makeup. That's the hardest part of this whole YouTube journey <laughs> for me 
what has been the hair and makeup. Well, actually, it's better now because of this journey. But anyway, I'm getting ahead of myself. So here I am, 2019, feeling really, really, really bad. Really bad. And so I decided I've got to make some changes. And so there was a phenomenon going on around social media, the 100 days of fitness. And there's a guy out there, I can't remember the name of the YouTuber who kind of started it and put the challenge out there. But he said, if you can do 100 days of fitness where every day you do enough physical activity that you actually sweat, then that will help you get started on a physical fitness transformation. And I just decided, okay, then that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to do 100 days of fitness. And being a YouTuber and and social media sort of beginner, I decided I was going to document it. And so I started making videos. And because I couldn't think of anything else to call it, I called it Regular Joys Fitness Videos. (laughs) (laughs) You're going to see it if you check out our YouTube channel. And I decided what I was going to do is every day, I was going to walk for 30 minutes because I do that anyway. Right. I've been doing that for years. I was going to walk for 30 minutes. I was going to do 15 minutes of some kind of hard exercise and at least five minutes of yoga every day. And so I started probably January 24th. Now I had already met you. Okay. You so and this I, was 2020. This was 2020, January okay. 2020. And you and I met through the Redbud writing program. That's right. Mm-hmm. Our memoir class. Right. And you are free to describe how I appeared at that first meeting. <laughs> Go. Uh, <laughs> well, I don't know that I recall thinking that you were... Chubby. <laughs> chubby. I don't know that I recall that I would have used that descriptor for I you. I that descriptor. <laughs> I remember once I found out you were a an attorney, I thought, oh, yeah, I can see that. I could see that. But I don't recall that. I mean, I understand, though, because when you are a smaller frame person, every amount of additional weight makes you feel chubby. uh, chubby. Mm -hmm. Because I've I've been in that position as well, right? Mm -hmm. And still would like to lose some additional weight because I feel chubby. Because I was so tiny, teeny weeny tiny. You're actually a little shorter than me. Yeah, uh, for so very long. And menopause gave me that gift as well. Mm. Thank you very much. Yes. We love menopause. We do. But I do remember, I mean, you you seemed like you were dressed very, I would say, casual all the time. Usually you had your hair up and had your, wore your glasses. Lame. You ju- it just seemed like maybe you didn't necessarily feel good about yourself. Well, you are right on the money there. That's for sure. <laughs> I guess that's what I yeah. would say. Mm-hmm. And, but I think a lot of us were in that class trying to deal with some of our stuff because mm-hmm. it was a memoir class. Right. Because I know I was there mm-hmm. for that reason. So that's understandable. Right. So here I am in the memoir class with meeting Susan for the first time mm-hmm. and a couple of other women. And we, there's a whole other, we need to do a podcast episode just about that. Yes, and we will. Right. And my husband bought that class for me. He's like, oh, here's a, I think it was our Christmas present or for our anniversary. I can't remember. But anyway, he said, you need to take that class. So I met Susan there and shortly thereafter, I got started on my journey. 
Mm-hmm. And I started with the 100 days of fitness and I started documenting it every day. I would, and periodically, I think every Friday I would weigh myself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so <laughs> that, that was, that was just, it's so fun. So I just started there in my living room, just doing the exercising. And at first it was really, really, really hard. Oh, it was wow. hard because I don't tend toward physical activity. I am, I don't enjoy it. <laughs> Not outdoorsy. Don't like it. <laughs> and so, I don't. Susan's a dancer. She's seen me dance. It was bad. <laughs> Susan's like, I think you're making your best effort. <laughs> Which is a polite way of saying, stop. I think I'm going to have to call 911. It looks like you're having a seizure. You know? That was bad. Joy expresses herself through dance very uniquely. <laughs> Is that what we're calling it? That's what we're going to call it, yes. Let's express oh ourselves through dance. Yes. <laughs> so I got started. <laughs> and mm. I, it was slow going. Very slow going at first. Very, very slow going. Mm. Very. Was it difficult physically? Like, did you get tired quickly oh, or out oh my of God. breath? Or what was it? Oh, my God. Really? It was like being inside the Michelin man oh. trying to, oh. I, you'll see in the video, you'll okay. see in the video, the very beginning was rough. I mean, I, I could only do so much. I, okay, so I will say this today, as we sit here and we record this podcast episode, I still do, I actually walk about an hour a day. So I walk more. Mm-hmm. I still do the ab part. I do that twice a week still okay and i do intermittently but i've tried to resume this i do the leg exercises Mm. that i started doing okay so really i'm doing about at least 70 percent of what i was doing so i've maintained it okay so i got started i made it to day 50 halfway there halfway there made it to day 50 and then my husband called me from work and said, you need to go to the supermarket and shop for two weeks because here comes COVID. Oh. And so there's some video in there where I talk about, okay, well, I don't know what's happening with this COVID thing. Here I am at day 50. And that's the last vi- set of videos. Okay. So I got stopped in my tracks a little bit because of COVID. Mm. So for that, that two-week period... My husband and I sat on our couch and looked at each other and we're like, <laughs> we weren't sure what was going on. Yeah. And I kind of went spiraled back down. Mm. Which. Like everybody else. Exactly. Yeah. So that was spring. And then it turned into the French fry and dumpling summer. And the reason is because <laughs> uh, we, like everybody else in the world, didn't know what was going on with COVID and didn't know what was safe and et cetera, et cetera. So we didn't know what was going on with COVID. We didn't know what was safe. It was a whole new world for us. Mm -hmm. And so for a long time, my husband was doing the grocery shopping for us, his parents, and my dad. And so he was let loose in the supermarket. I love him so much. (laughs) But he is very good at what he does professionally. Feeding a menopausal woman is not his area of expertise. And so he would come home with all this frozen french fries and dumplings and stuff. Carbs. Right. Lots of carbs. So I hit a point where all of a sudden 
I lost a bunch of weight. Oh, and I forgot. I got to talk about the nutritional part here. Okay. So, along with my 100 days of fitness, I started a nutritional program for myself. Mm-hmm. And I have a dear friend, Lorraine Miano, who's been on the podcast a couple times. I love her so much. She's awesome. She is wonderful. And she and I have had multiple discussions. And so I decided, okay, I'm going to do a sort of nutritional detox and cleanse. So I stopped eating any processed food, meat, dairy, sugar, and caffeine or alcohol. It started off supposed to be just five foods, but actually I stopped eating six. So we're talking food and, you know drinks and basically i was eating vegetables i would eat olive oil i would try to eat healthy fats and i just ate a lot of oatmeal and things like that whole foods as much as possible Mm -hmm. and so i did that until covid hit until day 50 okay and so that week i had done it for i think about three weeks and i all of a sudden was getting out of the shower and starting to get dressed. And I realized, oh, wow, I've lost a significant amount of weight. And part of that was a menopause thing too, because I was having these menopause symptoms and I felt like, all right, I need to clear this carbohydrate out of my system to see if that'll help in those symptoms. And doesn't, I mean, when we go through menopause, our hormones change so much that some foods that you may not have had reactions to your whole life, all of a sudden you do. Your body reacts completely different to them. Right. And that's where Lorraine came in for me because I had taken a class of Lorraine's. It was a group of women. We got together and we learned all about hormone disruptors in our environment and foods. Mm -hmm. And there are certain things, certain foods that you eat that make your menopause symptoms worse. And top of the list, sugar, Mm -hmm. caffeine, Mm -hmm. alcohol, and certain kinds of dairy, there there are just things that you're eating. Processed foods, oh, they're horrible for you and your and your hormones. Right? Oh yeah, soy's a big one too. So I think. she and I, we've had many discussions about it, and I just decided, okay, well, if I'm going to start on this physical fitness journey, I'm also going to revamp what I'm eating, mm-hmm. and that's going to be where I begin my journey. And so basically. For that, I guess two months, almost two months, Mm -hmm. that's what I was doing. I was watching what I was eating, and I was exercising every day. And by the time COVID hit, I was starting to get myself back under control. Now, there was still a lot of brain fog. There was still a lot of fatigue, depression almost. Not really depression, but... Just feeling down. Mood swings. Mood swings. Oh, yeah. Big ones. Oh, yeah. So by the time COVID hit, I was starting to get myself back under control and I was starting to feel better. I was sleeping a little bit better. My menopause symptoms were starting to get better. So that was a huge deal for me. Yeah. It was such a sigh of relief that I was feeling even just a little bit better. Yeah. And this whole thing was precipitated in November of 2019. I stopped taking birth control and I was menopausal as far as I could tell. I was 47 and I went to see my gynecologist and she and I had a conversation. She said, let's give you a FSH test, a blood test, follicle stimulating hormone test, and let's check and see where you're at. And if it's time, we'll 
adjust your birth control, et cetera, et cetera, because I was using that to, you know, adjust my hormones. And so she said, stop taking the pill for a week and then go take this follicle stimulating hormone blood test and we'll see where you're at. And up until that point, I told her, I said, I'm having crazy issues with mood swings and brain fog and just, and she said, well, maybe you're depressed and you need an antidepressant. And I told her, no, I know myself, this isn't depression. That's not what's happening. What was happening is I was going through perimenopause and likely was probably already postmenopausal, but didn't know it because I was taking birth control pills. Right. Okay. So I took the follicle stimulating hormone test and I just decided, you know what? I'm just not going to start taking it again. I'm going to stop taking it. And so she contacted me and said, I've read your test results. I think you need to stay on that birth control as a hormone replacement, basically, for a while. I think it's where you need to be. And then I'll check back in with you in a year. And I said, well, you know what? I had a conversation with Lorraine. I just made an independent executive decision and decided I'm going to stop taking that and see where I go, what winds up happening. And... Immediately, everything started to change. Well, it took a while for my system to process all of that out. And I found out quickly that hormones don't stop and start on a dime. No. (laughs) You build them up over a period of weeks and months, and you clean them out over a period of weeks and months, right? So, by January, my hair started to change. My skin started to change. My body started to change. Lots of changes. But I never resumed having a period. So we're going to be very frank in this podcast episode, <laughs> but it's true. And so I think I actually had been meno- in postmenopause for a while. So that's when there were really big mood swings and things started happening. And when I just decided I've got to change this. So I started with the diet and the exercise. And that was kind of like the first step. Then I started meeting with Lorraine again and we would have discussions and I would explain to her, here's what's going on, here's this and that and the other. And she said, okay, well, maybe you should try some adaptogen herbs to help with your menopause symptoms. Because when I went back to see my gynecologist a year later, she said, well, maybe we put you on hormone replacement therapy. And I thought, no, I want to not do that right now. I'm going to work on this a couple of other ways before I make a decision about that. And I started taking the maca pause Mm -hmm. and that really helped out for a good long time. And so all those things together really got me stabilized. And so that's where I was at basically by January of 2021. Okay. So the guy that gave you the impetus to start the fitness program and the yoga and all of that did you follow his regime or did you make up your own i made up my own because really the only requirement according to that i think hashtag 100 days of fitness thing was that you sweat enough that a drop of sweat (laughs) will hit the ground basically okay Okay. all right so i just made it up myself so that's what okay i think you just start where you where you can okay and then um would do you want to talk a little bit about your spiritual path was that journey at the same time or was that a little that's different been going on for years okay that's really been going on so for years that didn't really change for you during this so that's a good question i started meditating 
and practicing some self-reflection probably in 2008. Okay, so it has been a while. Yes, it has been a while. I really started meditating with more regularity probably around the holidays in 2019. Okay. Because... Again, my equilibrium problem that I first felt when I turned 40, I felt it again in 2018, and it lasted a whole lot longer. Mm. And so I started trying to look for ways to combat that. And I do believe in the mind-body connection. Mm -hmm. I really do. And so I felt like, okay, maybe there's something I can do to calm myself and to find stability through meditation. And so I started looking around for teachers and for different meditations and different things to find that sort of grounded point where I can go back to zero when I'm starting to feel unstable. Does that make sense? Yeah, to get yourself more centered. Right, exactly. Right. And I do think I'm I'm still meditating today, twice a day. Mm -hmm. And I do think that has been a huge, huge help for me enormously. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Really. I think that more than anything else has been the biggest help. Really. I do believe that. So this has all come together over a period of time. But it's funny. There are a lot of different parts to this journey. And it's all interesting looking back on it and watching how all of it kind of feeds together. Right. But the exercise, the nutrition, the meditation, and then the herbal therapy – all of that together. By, all those little paths kind of merged. Right. All that together really helped get my footing by, I would say, spring of 2021. I was feeling a whole lot better. Okay. So during this time, too, your career was changing. I transitioned away from the active practice of law for a lot of reasons. Right. So because of that and because of this physical change in your body that was going on, you decided to attack your closet. Right. And do a big purge of your closet. And so we also have that as part of the Mm -hmm. video um, that it will be out on the 14th or is out as of the 14th. So kind of explain, because I, you know, I try to go through my closet once a year, sometimes twice, depending. What was different about this time and what did you do? What was your focus when you were doing it this time as a part of all of this life change that you were going through? Okay, so I'm going to have to back up a little bit and tell this story. In 2014, I wrote a book called Money Basics. And my previous life, I practiced bankruptcy law. And so... I started creating content based on my experience as a bankruptcy attorney, trying to help people manage their finances, and also working on student loan debt. And I was really hitting the ground running hot and heavy with that. And I was working toward making that my career when COVID hit. And the financial world changed dramatically. And student loans changed dramatically and are still changing to this day. And so prior to that, I was doing YouTube videos and all kinds of Instagram videos and just all kinds of content based on my financial expertise. And so 
when COVID hit, that drastically changed. And I saw at that point, uh oh, nobody is interested in my personal finance content. And so I got to rethink this yet again. So, ladies, a lot of what we do is reinvent ourselves. And menopause, that's kind of the next chapter. And that's another reinvention of yourself. And so, of course, by this time, Susan and I, we were in contact a fair yep. amount. Yep. And I knew that I wanted to continue being a creative a content creator. And so I started watching YouTube videos because I enjoy YouTube. I like making videos. And I stumbled across videos from a guy called Christopher Hopkins that he is the makeover guy. And I started watching his videos and I just could not believe the transformations he was doing on these women. It was amazing. And he specializes in older women. So women who are 45 and older. And just, I was blown away by the level of makeovers. Just, I couldn't believe it. So it turns out he wrote a book called Staging Your Comeback. And so I bought the book and I started reading it. And he talks a lot about your body shape and he explains just everything, hair, makeup, posture, clothing, just from start to finish. And when I got that book and I started reading it, I realized, wow, I really don't know what I'm doing in my closet. And that's not a surprise to anybody who knows me. I'm not really a fashionista for myself. I can see when someone's wearing something that doesn't look good on them, but on me, it was a different story. So then I started the big clean out. <laughs> and I started getting rid of all the clothes that I felt like, first of all, they no longer fit me because I was now down from a size 12 into, at my smallest, a size four. So clothes that used to fit me, no longer fit me. So I started getting rid of clothes that just, you know, for me to wear them looked ridiculous. And then I started getting rid of everything that wasn't in my color palette, et cetera, et cetera. But there's a lot of footage of me cleaning out my closet. And Susan, I gave you quite a few things. Yes, you did. Okay, so based on the book, you started looking at your closet and thinking, okay, I got to make some changes right. here too, right? Mm -hmm. So you did this closet purge mm -hmm. and then what happened next? Okay, so I did the closet purge and then Makeover Guy changed their business model and they needed people to go through this new makeover experience. And so I got selected to go through the makeover process. And in August of 2021, I went to Minneapolis and I got my makeover. Yay! Yay, it was so exciting. Mm -hmm. It was. And I think we're going to talk about that in depth in the next podcast episode. We are. We are. And you won't want to miss that because it was quite an experience for Joy. It changed a lot of things for her, I think, even more than she knows sometimes. But I don't know. You might have some things to say about that because you've been watching this whole thing. I certainly so have. So I'm kind of interested to hear your input it, about it. Yes. And I'm going to share that on the next episode. But please don't miss it because this is the second half of this transition that Joy has gone through in her life. And I've been lucky to have a front row seat to it. And actually, after she came back from that is when we started this journey together. And I think that had a lot to do with it mm -hmm. in some ways. So we'll talk a lot about all of that on the next episode. But thank you for joining us for this one. We appreciate you being here. I'm sure that this could resonate with a lot of you out mm -hmm. there. So, yep. Thanks for listening. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye. 
Thanks for joining us on another episode of Girlish Gurus. We hope you'll join us next time for another fun and interesting topic. And please be sure to check the notes for information and links that were included in this discussion today. Also, don't forget you can find us on our social media platforms, starting with Instagram, Facebook, and now including YouTube. You can find us by searching Girlish Gurus. And please remember to give this episode a good review and share it with your girlfriends because the more interaction we get with our podcast episodes, the more episodes we can post. Finally, you can find us on our website, girlishgurus.com. Thanks again. See you next time. Bye.